This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV. We are back with our coverage of Dexter, New Blood, with episode five titled Runaway. Now, Jimmy, my brother, mm-hmm. here are my initial thoughts. Here are my initial thoughts. Let me hear Dexter, Dexter and Harrison both separately wilding out two wild men on the loose. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Two. Molly is an amazing character in a Mm. town full of boring townies. Molly is the standout for me. And three angel freaking Batista. He's back. Hell yeah. (laughs) This is the first episode that I had watched with Jimmy since I guess the pilot or maybe the second one we watched together too. But that was a good moment. That was. that was sick. Were you expecting that? I forgot to ask you after. I I feel like I read that he was going to make some kind of cameo. I don't know. I, obviously, I had to have read it because I wasn't like super surprised when it happened. But for a second, I thought, you know, they were just going to name him and not show him. And we we're going to be like, oh, sweet Easter egg. And they showed him. I was like, hell yeah. And David Zayas looks great. Yeah, he did not age. Him and Deb are up there with just... No aging. I know. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Great to see Angel back. I mean, we can start with that because obviously there is a huge bombshell at the end. Right. So Angela and Molly go on this little trip to New York. They need to see Matt in person. So they're stalking down the hotel that the credit card's been hitting because mm-hmm. we didn't think the credit cards were going to be actually hitting anywhere, but yeah. so they, they were getting hits um, up in this New York hotel. It's like bougie hotel just so happened to be like a conference up there that Angela wanted to go to about murders that are tough to solve, something like that. Like uh, where there seems to be no common thread between right missing different. Persons. Yeah. And I mean, this was amazing. Angel's talking about the Bay Harbor Butcher, which mm-hmm. is obviously our boy yep. that was then pinned on Dokes. So I just think that this is the only way anything could have come together. Someone from the his old life had to come back. Obviously not Harrison. Like somebody yeah. had to come back, right? Because how was anyone ever going to make this connection? Yeah, Angel's return was phenomenal for the show. He was the only one that could really come back. I mean, there could have been like a forensics conference and maybe Masuka or something. But really, Angel's the perfect thing. Jamie Chung's character, Molly, was phenomenal too. When she's sitting there in the background, talking to talking to herself pretty much while she's talking to Angela and it's hilarious where she's just saying all the stuff. The guy in front of her keeps turning back. She's being hilarious to him. Just just being like, Oh, you're going to miss me. Maybe I should get a massage, whatever. But hearing angel talk and then having the connection just come out at the little bar area after, first of all, our boy still got game. You called it. You're like, he's going to, he's going to hit on her. I believe my exact words were, Angel's going to try to bang her. You did say that. You did say that. <laughs> yep. And um, it was really cool how 
he says, just got to find the missing link. You got to you got to figure out what's the similarities. And then she asks what hers are. And he says, you're not you don't got much there. And then he starts explaining the Bay Harbor Butcher and how Deborah figured it out. Awesome Easter egg name drop for Deb. And it was sad when she's like, oh, maybe she could help me out. And he's like, well, she passed away. It's very sad. Her brother, too, man. And he had a really, really cute son. What was his name? Pause. Walk away. And you're like, goes two ways here. Fork in the road. It could just be like, oh, shit, stress moment. Or you could do it. And he did it. And he says, Harrison, cute kid and keeps walking. I was like, that's it. He's going to get busted. Yeah. And it's funny because is Harrison really that uncommon of a name? No, but at that time, I'm pretty sure it was already when Harrison dropped the thing to Audrey. So I just like, okay, that's it. I didn't think it was going to be just for the stress of us. I thought that him saying the Harrison thing, she made kind of a little face. And then Audrey hearing Harrison say, my dad's not really Jim Lindsay. That's not really his name. He's a liar. I just figured those two had to just connect. And you were saying that too, by the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to bring him in any further for like consulting. I mean, Angel. Yeah. Now, Angel is the only one who knows that Dexter, of of course, all of this was tied together because Harrison, under the influence, told Audrey that Jim Lindsay was not his name. So it's funny that Angela had kind of like a light bulb moment when they said Harrison, because Audrey doesn't tell her the Jim Lindsay part or his name is not Jim Lindsay until afterwards. I know she wasn't having a light bulb moment. She was really just having a, Oh, what a coincidence. Yeah, Harrison, yeah. not a company type thing, but yeah, I wonder if they'll bring him back or if it's just going to be like, okay, Angela now knows that his name is actually Dexter Morgan. Doesn't mean that she thinks he's a freaking serial killer, that there's hundreds of bodies in the bottom of the, the whatever Deb the Atlantic says. Ocean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think we're going to see Angel again. I mean, it would be awesome. Like, it would be such a crazy scene if they had to meet again. But from the trailer, it seems like Angela is going to have this knowledge and she's going to be like, you're my boyfriend. And you're you're lying to me and only yeah. take it that far. You know, even though she's a cop and she should be like, whoa, you got a freaking fake ID and a whole different name and you're supposed to be dead. I mean, she will go there, but she's not going to go. You're a killer there, you know. But if Batista saw him, Batista would be like, bro, like he wouldn't say you're a killer either, but he wouldn't just say like, what the hell's going on? He would be like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is huge. I mean, people know that Dexter threw Deb on a boat and drove away into the ocean, correct? I mean, it was in the middle of the evacuation. Like, everyone was, like, evacuating the hospital and shit was going crazy. And he kind of just picked her up and walked her out the door over his shoulder, I think. But I don't know what the assumption is in Miami with those people. Like, Batista says messed up situation. And we don't know if that means, like, he knows did Dexter take her and kill himself and dump her? It's not like it's a, a huge secret. That could be assumed. That much can definitely be assumed by his friends. They know Dexter was alive. They know his boat washed up. Why would he take his boat out? And would they know Deb went missing? So it's not huge of a leap, especially for, you know, a Sergeant Batista. So mm-hmm. that would be big, big, big if Dexter had to talk to Batista. Let's pivot to Dexter just being sloppy in general. I mean, this is a whole new development of, okay, now Angela knows who the hell he is. Mm -hmm. It's huge. 
And he's been so sloppy this whole series of this Dexter New Blood. It's giving me actual anxiety watching him. Like, he is just constantly getting into kerfuffles yeah, or whatever. It's not good. It's not the Dexter we know. Yeah, let me just say there's two points here that I want to bring up with, with this. Let's First, we'll go back to the whole Angela thing. When it happened in the trailer and the you know the last scene where his picture comes out of the facts of his obituary i said this is endgame shit like this has to be a one season mini series situation yeah. because how can you get out of this and then i kind of was rethinking and i'm like all right she doesn't know he's a killer she's going to know his name there's not many good explanations you can give for hey i faked my death and now i'm living in new york as a whole different person right i still think that it seems like endgame kind of shit because what do you do from here where you're Dexter and now you're cleaning up stuff as Jim Lindsay, but your girlfriend, who is a police chief, mm-hmm. she knows that you are not Jim Lindsay, like unless you kill her, which he doesn't do that for the most part. I don't know where you go unless you somehow can be Dexter again. And I, I really don't. So but talking about the sloppiness thing, the thing that's different about this show meaning this miniseries, New Blood, and the old Dexter, is when he got into messed up situations, they showed how he got out of it. They showed us. While we're all anxious, like, I did this, I did that, I'm going to get out the back door. In this, they're kind of just making us anxious, making him look really sloppy, and then just getting him out of the situation. The scene where the deputy barges in with the like SWAT team, right? If you think about that whole situation, Dexter has a kill room set up outside is the deputy. He opens the window, sees the deputy sitting there. We also know that Dexter parked his truck right out front of the house, pretty much, and walked only a couple steps. We could say that he maybe parked in the back and he went in through one of the windows, whatever. But we don't know the time difference of how long. Obviously, it had to be pretty long between the SWAT team jumping in. But usually they would show us Dexter cleaning up the scene, putting the guy you know, on the chair, OD'd and, and, and sneaking out the back door so that when the people barge in, we're like, all right, he got out. Your first word was this is ridiculous because it seems like you just have to assume the time jumps there. And how the hell does he get out of it to get in his trunk and just roll out when we know that there's deputy and SWAT team parked out front and all over the place? That's a, it's a weird thing that they never used to do with Dexter. Yeah. What he used to do was use his CSI card and be like, oh, I just got here. I got, yeah, got here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's just he's not that anymore. He shouldn't be there. I mean, when he the first guy, not the actual guy cooking the drugs, the first guy selling the drugs when he almost um, ketamine him in the throat. Yeah, that was him being like smart and being like okay i'm a, a scorned father i'm gonna yeah. beat this guy up i right. deal like it wasn't weird that he was there because there was a connection you know what i mean there's yeah. just like less of a reason for him to be any of these places yeah to your point with the forensic thing like one of the hardest ones they would have ever had to explain i don't know if you remember this is the trinity season when they're literally raiding trinity's house and he is in there and then he has to hide in one of trinity's coffins in the garage and then they're in there and he's kind of like hiding. And then as the garage door is opening, people were distracted. He comes out and he's like, all right, I'm, I'm here. But you can't do that. So that's why I feel like with this show, 
I'm not critiquing in a way where I'm saying it's bad because I'm telling you right now, I freaking love it. Like I'm loving our boys back. I'm pumped for our boy. I see him getting the needles from the vet and I'm like, our boys back, baby. Like Mm -hmm. I'm loving all this. But at the same time, maybe it's because it's like, hey, we're just doing one season. We're getting in and out where they're just like, you guys just have to suspend your your beliefs understand that we're going to get you where you need to get but yeah you know we're not going to explain everything it's just like the burning of matt where was that furnace let's just give him a furnace to throw matt in where i was confused as i really thought he ketamine tim in the throat i didn't know he didn't press down so i was like why isn't this guy telling the cops that he got drugged like the guy literally stuck a needle in his neck but apparently he did not do that yeah which i was happy about yeah. So my whole thing was the same where I was like, did it go in? It went in. He didn't push on it. So really the way that it went down, the guy probably felt the prick. But at the same time, Dexter starts beating the shit out of him. So he did probably didn't even notice because X pulls it out and throws it. So I was actually sitting there waiting, too, for a little bit to be like, is this guy going to be passed out? What's going on? And then I rewatched to make sure. And yeah, he didn't he didn't push it. So uh, that was Dex not being as rusty. Cops came, he starts beating the shit out of him, plays the card of the angry father and gets out of that one. So that's a point for Dex. That was good acting. I believed Dex in that moment and being like, he's the guy, he's the guy, like whatever. As, right. uh, yeah, that was good by him because he very rarely gets hype like that. Yeah. Now let's move on to Harrison here because mm-hmm. I was saying this from the very start. They are very much so slow burning us on Harrison. And from the very, very beginning, Harrison walks in and he's like, you're my dad. And, you know, he's Dexter says, no, I'm not. We get that little time where Dexter's not going to tell him. And then he tells him and then he says, I will explain anything that you want, anything that you need. I will explain to you. And Harrison pretty much says like, "Okay, cool. Why did you leave me? Why you have a different name? And Dexter goes, oh, man, just like Deb died. Your mom died. I need I need a new life. He's like, okay. so we're assuming that he knows. Right. We're assuming that he has to know something. And that's Mm -hmm. why. But let's flip the script here now. And Dexter finds the straight razor. Calls Harrison out like we knew he would because of the trailer saying, what's this, bro? Harrison pretty much goes like, oh, you don't believe me. Dexter's just like, I'm trying to help you. And, And Harrison's like, well, I don't need your help. And Dexter's like, fine. And that's pretty much it, even though he's frustrated. Even if he doesn't want to say like, hey, I am Dexter. I'm a serial killer and you might have a dark past. Let me help you through this. He could just be like, son, Harrison, you have a straight razor. I know how your mother died. I know the Trinity killer used a straight razor. And I yeah. know that he slashed legs. I am a forensic analyst, son. Like, you can't get this by me. Just tell me the truth. Hit him with something like that. I mean, because even the whole thing where Harris is like, yeah, I was by myself and I needed to protect myself. Dexter should have just been like, I know how the trendy killer used to kill because it was my wife who got killed. Hook me up here, Harrison. Like, give me something. Dex is just so unaware of how to act. He's just like floundering in so many ways. He's like, one, he thinks it's his fault. He thinks it's inherited, right? Two, he hasn't been a dad in X amount of years. Three, does he ever know how to be a dad? He's a sociopath. You know what I mean? So I think there's a bunch of different reasons why he's acting like this. But 
then not calling him out and us being frustrated with that. I mean, there's like Harrison also knows that he was a CSI. So Dex right. could literally be like, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. The analyst. He could, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dex could literally just be like, I know that the knife doesn't match and I see that you use this. And then, he, mm-hmm. I mean, he did say like, Oh, so you brought it to school, but even during that Harrison's only comeback is, Oh, you're saying I'm a liar. And to add to all this, Dexter actually goes with the you're going to go see a therapist thing when that's where you tell people the truth, Dexter. And yeah, I get it. They have like client privilege or whatever it is where they can't tell, but they can tell if it's about murder and stuff. And if Harrison says my dad is Dexter, that's whatever. If the psychiatrist therapist hears that, yeah, I guess that could be held back. But if he starts saying stuff that Dexter thinks he might say about, Hey, I have a dark passenger and I want to kill people. Then you're getting into a problem. So I was very surprised that Dexter was actually okay with him going to a therapist. Well, that and Dexter also just left him like Harrison's acting out and he just left him. And then at the end, when we come back to the uh, full circle of the episode and he had already been with Matt daddy and everything, Dexter's like, how was it? Harrison was like, cool. Obviously, Dex is going to find out he didn't go, but I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Dexter was frustrating me more this episode than he has in previous seasons and and this series. I I don't know why. I think guys just like he's doing everything I didn't want him to do. And I think it all goes back to like, I didn't need him to kill this drug guy. You know, like that all of the other ones feel like justified and like they have that entire sequence of Deb being like this is vengeance this isn't whatever and Dexter's like yep it's obviously different I don't know I just wasn't feeling it I was actually pumped when I thought he was gonna go kill the guy but real quick we'll rewind here Harrison storms out after him and Dexter have their first battle back and forth about the straight razor two asshole wrestler whatever they show up they're like hey and they basically hug him saying yeah we're dicks whatever and we have a party for you let's go to a party okay again in the trailer we knew there was going to be a party just like we've been saying for these past however many episodes harrison walks in you could tell he's not happy to be there you can tell he's not happy that there's the kill list on the door but he puts on his chameleon thing and says hey let's party everybody and everyone gets all pumped up They have a pretty cool sequence with him, you know, obviously drinking and taking the drugs and this and that of, you know, we said it like five times during this whole thing about how he said he was an addict. But again, we don't really know what that meant. Dexter said he was an addict and he meant murdering. So we don't know exactly what the addiction is and what that whole situation is with Harrison. But he drinks the alcohol. He takes the drugs. There's that weird scene where the girl wants him to carve an H into her. And he obviously has a little bit of a freak out once the blood comes. And then he goes into the other room, takes the bad drugs. And this is where he starts really tweaking out. And he sees Audrey and he says, you know, you're the only one who understands me. You're the only one who listens to me. And then he says, my dad thinks I'm lying. My dad thinks that I'm not telling the truth about the situation. And my dad is a liar. And he's not even Jim Lindsay. That's not his real name. Yeah. I honestly didn't think that was going to be a huge thing when it first happened because I thought she was going to take it at least for a couple episodes or at least one more episode where she was just like, yeah, he was messed up and he's Mm -hmm. bullshitting me. But as soon as she sits down with 
the mom at the end of the episode, I was like, yep, she's going to let it loose because Batista thing kind of set it up. I mean, it, it makes sense because it's her mom's boyfriend. Audrey is a good kid. She's a, yeah. she is a good kid. She was the only one sober at that party. She's not a bad kid. She has a like rebellious streak against like oil daddy, but she, other than that, she's good. So I'm glad that she told her right away and it wasn't just like a in passing thing later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think now after the Batista thing, it's good. I mean, we've been saying they're coming at us hot with all these reveals. Five episodes in, we still have a whole half a season and they're revealing the Harrison Dark Passenger thing. They're revealing Dexter's name. They're coming hot and it's going to mm-hmm. be, I guess, all rise from here. But once we got to that point, I was fine with it, too. We have the whole thing where Harrison ODs, the deputy saves them. They had a nice scene, the deputy, where he's like interrogating the druggie. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, this is one of my guys. And if, if he would have OD'd, that we would have had a problem. And even Dex is like, damn, he's intimidating. Yeah, Logan was good in that. And then he immediately comes out and is like so sweet. And I'm like, this fucking guy. And then you he feel was bad good. when Dexter hits him with the, you have no idea what it's like to be a dad. And it's like, Dex, neither do you, bro. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, you feel bad for the deputy after Dexter says what he says to him. But it was good on Logan to have Harrison's back and Dexter's back. And they're fine. You know, the deputy knows that it's just like a heat of the moment kind of thing that Dexter said. And the trajectory of this whole situation is that the deputy does tell Dexter that Harrison needs some tough love. Dexter gives him the tough love saying you're going to only go to school wrestling. Did he say wrestling? I said school home and a therapist. Oh, yeah, you're going to go see a therapist. And Harrison was a little bit pissing me off this episode with the typical teen. Like, yeah, whatever. And Dexter, you already brought it up. (laughs) Bad dad. Because he's just freaking deciding to let his son stay home the whole day and just walks out on him. Obviously, we know as the watchers that he's going to to have some vengeance, which, again, Mm. I said this. I thought it was freaking I was ready. I was like, all right, Dex is getting his needles. He's got the gloves back on. Let's freaking go. I also liked just watching him get the ketamine, like actually seeing how he gets the drugs he needs to do this now that he doesn't work in a police station and he's not a CSI, doesn't have access to these chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that one stop shop. So because Dexter leaves Harrison alone, Harrison just walks off and he grabs a shit and he's taken off, man. He's done. He's out. And there could be a couple of reasons. It could be, Hey, I'm out because my dad's pissing me off just like a normal kid thing. Or it could be, Hey, I'm out because my dad's starting to figure out that I am a killer. If, if, Harrison doesn't know that Dexter's a killer, too, and he just thinks that Dexter's just a liar about his name and all that stuff. This is where Matt Daddy comes in. So we get back to the situation from last episode with the girl where she's in the room. I've been wondering this whole time. She's not drugged. She's not drunk. You said that you thought it looks like just a light until he turns on the the red light showing that mm-hmm. she's being recorded, but I still think it's crazy that the camera's not noticed, but she's li- thinks she's living the dream. She's got a jacuzzi tub. She's got whatever she wants. Then she notices she's locked in. Matt daddy's watching her. Now this is where full on confirmation. Okay. We obviously yeah. saw that eyebrow a couple episodes ago. We obviously saw him in his kill outfit and it's obviously him, but yeah, this is the first time where you're like, okay, Pan out. This is him, Matt Daddy, watching this girl. 
And it's funny because technically it's confirmed the second he brings her to that room. Sure. Yeah. Like it's confirmed, confirmed when they show him watching her. But as soon as he walks her to that room, that's confirmed. So it's kind of an anticlimactic confirmation if people weren't sure. But I still think and we've said this, like, I don't think it was supposed to be like, (gasps) holy shit. Right. You know, I think that our little theory that Matt Daddy is taxidermying, taxidermying women for (laughs) oil daddy. Yeah, is going to be a good reveal because let's rewind here. Matt Daddy is watching the girl. The girl starts taking her clothes off or whatever, and she's trying to get him to come in the room because she has the the shattered mirror that she's going to try to stab him with. And he's saying, no, 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 don't do that. It's not about that. It's not about that. And he's getting a little crazy. It's getting a little weird, right? Yeah. Then he's saying, you're free to go. And she won't go. And he's saying, you got to go. And she's saying, come get me. He's saying, this is not how it's supposed to be. This is not how it's supposed to be. You could tell he's being crazy. Comes in. He's trying to throw her out the door. She slashes at him, which Harrison notices later on his on his cheek. Looks like the, a nice Dexter slice for his blood panels. And yeah. She goes outside. He's got the gun. He's all in his, his outfit. And she's saying, kill me or I'm going to go back in, come in and fight me. And he's like, this is not how it's supposed to be. She runs at him. He shoots her out of more like defense almost like he did it by accident right in the face. And then he's freaking out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is how it's supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. And that's where yeah. you were like, yo, he messed up her face. For yeah, you, exactly. You can't fix her up. If she has a fucked up face. And let me just go back because you said by accident. I would never say by accident. He literally pointed the gun at her and shot her in the face, but he didn't want to do that. He uh, wanted well, to. I mean, he wants to kill her no matter what. The gun's out for that reason. But I think that he accidentally shot her when she ran at him because, like, when I mean accident, I mean, like, out of impulse, like the gun's up. Yes. Yes. Goes, oh, shit. Imp- and just impulsively. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. that's a better word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I liked that. That girl is a bad bitch for sticking up for herself, for getting the mirror, for knowing like, oh, okay, this is what you want, stripping down. Obviously, she was wrong. And Matt Daddy's not in it for the sex. He's not being a quote-unquote creep. I mean, he's the biggest creep of all. He's just in it for this murder game, which is crazy. Obviously, he has issues with women for some reason. Maybe Matt Matt's mom, Matt Mommy. Matt mommy. Uh, fucked Matt him mommy. up or or Matt's grandmommy fucked yeah, him up. Well, he says know. to Harrison later he had a messed up relationship with his dad. But mm. maybe it's not really as much of a most dangerous game as we thought. And maybe it's more of a you run away so that I could shoot you in the back and I don't actually have to look at you. And because he's like, maybe he's doing it more again, like he's being made to do it. We were saying against the made to do it theory because it seemed like he was enjoying it as the dangerous game kind of situation. But after the way he was acting, it was almost Trinity like where Trinity was like, it's not for anything other than my needs or what I have to do. Yeah. You know, so the fact that it didn't go according to plan 100 percent exactly makes me wonder if he's actually like a killer in that way or he's being made to do it and having CEO oil daddy somehow making him blackmailing and whatever it is into making these taxidermied women for him. I don't know how the hell this is going to be like set up, but I think that's a good 
situation for a reveal later because he's got to come back in and he still hasn't. We still have five more episodes. I think Angela's going to end up seeing Iris taxidermied. I really think that she's going to be preserved in her teenage state or however long ago it was by the end of the season when this case is solved, I think Angela's going to come face to face with Iris taxidermied. Yeah. And going all the way back to our talk in the beginning of this episode, if somehow Angela dies, Dexter is fine because I have a feeling that because they're together, that Dexter's not going to be revealed to anybody except Angela. I think Angela's going to keep it to the chest for at least a while. And maybe if somehow she dies in a heroic battle, and however, however that is, Matt, daddy yeah. kills her, CEO, daddy kills her, whatever it is, then maybe his secret is still going to be safe if we have another season or if we have a nice, you know, walk off into the sunset situation, which we don't want anyway. But, you know, there, there are some possibilities. It's not end game, end game, but it is close. Yeah. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. So we're damn, damn, damn. You know, this is another crazy ass episode. It wasn't as crazy as last episode. I was hoping to have more of an interaction between Dexter and Harrison about the whole situation. Obviously, we're going to get that five more episodes left. We're going to have a big throwdown with Dexter and Harrison, whether it's a yelling match, some kind of explanation as to what's going on. Kathleen, I think that Harrison should have had the worst Sunday scaries that ever existed yeah. in a lifetime after <laughs> like he probably has no idea that he said what he said to Audrey yep. and in the trailer Dexter's literally like who found me out Molly you know so like yeah I don't even know if he's thinking Harrison because he might just be like my son wouldn't do that to me yeah but I also think that Harrison should be his number one thing I mean sometimes the most simple answer is the answer. You know what I mean? Like Harrison was fucked up at that party. Harrison hates you right now. Yep. You know? Yeah. So he's a kid. Easy enough to to let it rip. Oh, our girl Hannah's coming. Kathleen. She's on her way. Hannah's on her way. way. Um, I think we end the pod with who do we think the guy with Matt's credit card is? Do we think he is a rando dude that stole his credit cards? The Dex um get rid of his wallet when he killed him somehow is this someone who knows matt is this like a bad guy i think matt daddy think? paid him off to just do it for him so he had an alibi i think that's easy enough the thing about matt's credit card is like it should be in his wallet i don't know if he had when he's hunting does he have his stuff like that but you know i guess you can multiple credit cards or maybe your dad has a credit card of because he's the rich one you know, access to his cards. I don't freaking know, but I'm taking it more so that Matt daddy paid off someone to just go in and pretend to be Matt so that he has some kind of alibi check out and then be done with it. So that if anyone checks on it, I'm pumped to see if we get Batista again. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be that crazy for Angela to like call Batista and be like, Hey, um, someone you knew is like, here <laughs> it depends like what Dexter's explanation is he's going to be caught right on the spot like literally in the trailer she does the thing that they did in the first episode when they banged and the cop she calls car, him yeah. over and says where's your ID and he says here it is all of a sudden he's she's like no you're a real one and shows the picture of Dexter like you have to be ready to explain right there 
So I have no idea where we're going to go from here. Could she be an adversary? Could they be like just a, literally a simple like we're together and you pissed me off for lying? Or is it going to be fully like I'm going to get you in trouble? I think he's going to tell the story of Rita. I think he's going to say my wife was murdered. I was in a dark spot. Like I had to get out of there. And he's going to have to say Deb and stuff because, you know, it's three yeah. years later and shit like that, four years later. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the same exact story he's he told Harrison, he better tell it a little better to Angela because, you know, she's a freaking adult who wouldn't just take that as an ex- a good explanation. I don't know. In this show, she might. <laughs> it was a good episode. We're halfway done. Let's finish strong. Yeah, I really I've been enjoying this one a lot. We're talking about steering the ship, getting it ready to finish, actually giving one of the best shows of all time a good ending. And if they make this ending really good, like New Blood ends up being like really good. Like right now, I would say New Blood is really good as a Dexter fan. Okay, does it make season eight? worth it to get because the trajectory of season eight being shitty to where he like goes off and he lives in Oregon and it makes us yeah. get to this point where they give us one more final season to finish it off. Do you say Dexter's nine seasons, six and a half really good seasons and, and two and a half shit seasons ish? I mean, now that out. we have the reboot, yeah, it's fine. It's worth it. I hate this question. You know, I hate this. The types of questions being like, if a show is eight seasons and there was only six good ones, should they have just ended it with sex? I hate that. I always want more. Give me more. So, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I like watching it now. I just binged it last year. So what does it matter to me? Right, right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's worth it for sure. Yeah, I like the storyline. All right, cool. Kathleen, take us home. All right, everybody. Well, that was our episode five coverage of Dexter New Blood. If you like what you heard, give us a follow on Binchtown TV, Twitter, and Instagram. Shoot us an email if you have any theories. I mean, we're halfway through this series, and um, this could go any way, any which way. So let us know what your theories are. Let you us know do if Patreon you think Hannah's coming. Hannah's coming. Hit us up on Binchtown Twitter and Instagram. Everyone's been doing really awesome, hitting us up with their theories, talking about our theories. Let us know if you think Hannah's finally coming now that we got a little bit Batista. Harrison's a little bit of a liar. So maybe our girl Hannah is going to be back. Five more episodes. We'll see. If you guys want to support the pod, you can check us out on Patreon. We have two tiers. We have tier one, which is just a few dollars if you want to throw some support our way. Tier two, if you want to be a Benstown homie, is where all the exclusive content comes. $5 a month. You get all of our exclusive content, exclusive podcast episodes, exclusive celebrity interviews, exclusive celebrity video, unedited interviews. So much cool stuff there, guys. Patreon.com slash Benstown TV. Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.